Shalom, we are reading in the writings of Abash, the article, what is, a bless, what is the blessing who made a miracle for me in this place in the work? You can find the study material on Sivatava and Yarvut. You can send questions live through the sites. Anyone asking a question in the study hall should stand up, hold the microphone close to his mouth, and speak loudly and clearly. What is the blessing who made a miracle for me in this place in the work? Our sages said, a person had a miracle and was saved from a lion. Rabbi told him, whenever you come there, bless Blessed is he who made a miracle for me in this place. We should understand what this comes to teach us in the work. It is known that the purpose of creation was because his desire is to do good to his creations. For this purpose, he created in the creatures a desire and yearning to receive delight and pleasure. Otherwise, if there is no desire for the pleasure, a person cannot enjoy as we see in nature, that if a person has no desire for something, he cannot enjoy. For example, if a person is not hungry, he cannot enjoy eating, etc. Therefore, we see and say that the Creator created within our nature a desire to receive delight and pleasure. We should not ask why did the Creator create such a nature, since our sages said, if one asks about before the world was created, the writing tells us, since the day when God created man on the earth, this means that we cannot ask anything about why, when he created the world, he created it specifically with this nature that we see. After all, he could have created with a different nature. We cannot ask about this. But we learn everything by way of, by your actions, we know you. That is, we begin to learn from the actions we see and not before. Also, we see another nature that the branch wants to resemble its root. 
that is, as the quality of the root of the creatures, which is the Creator, is to bestow and not receive. Likewise, when one wants, when one must eat the bread of shame, he is ashamed. In the words of the Zohar, this is called the bread of shame. According to this nature, it follows that when a person receives from the Creator into one's vessels of reception, which contradict the quality of the Creator, who is the giver, he feels unpleasantness. Because of this, there was a correction called tzimtzum, restriction, and concealment, where as long as the lower one has no equivalence of form called desire to bestow, a person is placed under concealment and hiding of the Kedusha, holiness. We also should not ask about this. Why did the Creator create a nature of shame? And why did He make the branch want to resemble its root? It is all for the above reason that we cannot ask about prior to creation. The kli, the vessel of the created beings, is a desire to receive pleasure. Before the will to receive was created, we have nothing to speak of. We attribute this Kli vessel to the Creator, meaning that we need not work with this Kli, but every person who is created, if he did not corrupt the Kli, that Kli is perfect. That is, wherever the will to receive sees that there is a place from which it is possible to derive pleasure, it immediately runs there. This is not so with the kli called desire to bestow, since a person wants equivalence of form. Since we attribute this Kli to the created being, meaning a person has to make this Kli, since the creature wants equivalence of form. For this reason, it is up to a person to do this. This is as Bala Sulam said about the verse which God has created to do. Has created refers to the Kli called will to receive. 
and to do pertains to the creatures who must make the kli called desire to bestow. This is not from the nature that the Creator created. Rather, He began creation from the will to receive, and you, the created beings, must make the desire to bestow. Therefore, when a person must begin to work in order to bestow, it is a different nature than the one with which man was created. For this reason, all that one should do in the work of the Creator is to make the Kli, which is the opposite action to the Kli with which man was created. When one begins to come into the work of bestowal, he still does not feel how much his will to receive interrupts his work of bestowal. This is a correction so that man will not see the truth about the measure of evil within him. Since when he sees the evil within him, he will certainly run from the work and will not even want to begin this work. This is why Maimonides says, that we must first accustom a person in lolishma, not for her sake, until they gain knowledge and acquire much wisdom, and then they are shown the matter of lishma, for her sake, called in order to bestow. We should know that a person being governed by the will to receive for oneself is called exile in Egypt. Since when we begin this work, we are gradually shown from above the measure of governance of evil on us. As it is written, and the children of Israel sighed from the work. That is, they saw that they could not perform the work of bestowal that they started to do, since the Egyptians controlled them. At that time, they saw that they could not emerge from the exile in Egypt, but the Creator can deliver them. This is called a miracle. For anything that one cannot do by himself, but by help from above, is called a miracle. This is the miracle of the Exodus from Egypt.
outside from the work. Accordingly, we can understand what we asked. What does it mean in the work when a person should bless in the place where a miracle was done to him? The thing is that when a person begins the work of bestowal, he comes to states of ascents and descents. An ascent is that a person has been under the governance of the will to receive, enslaved to fulfill all its wishes, and he wanted to overcome it and not obey it. But the will to receive was stronger than him. That person suffered from being removed from the Creator. Afterward, he received an awakening from above and began once more to feel some elation of Kedusha. At that time, the person wants to annul before him like a candle before a torch. And then a person enjoys the state of ascent. However, one cannot elicit from the ascent progress in the work because he does not appreciate the nearing he has now received from the Creator since he does not have the vessels. In other words, During the ascent, he forgets that he once had a descent. Thus, although he feels that now he is close to the Creator and he appreciates it, he soon forgets. Naturally, he no longer has a clique meaning a lack, so he can appreciate, as it is written, as the advantage of the light from within the darkness. For this reason, he makes no progress, as he should be making through the ascent. During an ascent, he must remember and say, in this place where I now have an ascent, I had a descent, and the Creator saved me and raised me from the netherworld, and I emerged from emerged from death, called removal from the Creator. And I have been rewarded with some measure of nearing the Creator, which is called some measure of the Kut, adhesion, with the life of lives. For this, a person should be thankful. For by this, he has now come to a state 
were there, he suffered, and now he is in a mood of delight and pleasure because the Creator is bringing him because the Creator bringing him closer has given him new vessels of a lack that he can fill with the state of ascent that he is now in. It follows that he extends a light of joy in new kelim, new vessels, that he has obtained now by looking at the miracle that he has had, where the Creator saved him. Therefore, when he considers the suffering, it is as though he is the recipient of the suffering now, and now he fills them up with pleasure. It follows that depicting to himself the state of descent causes him that the ascent he has received now will spread in a new kelim, according to the rule, there is no light without a kli. Hence, during the ascent, when he begins to contemplate the state of descent that he had, the suffering of the descent are regarded as kelim in which the light of the ascent may spread. This is similar to what was said above concerning exile and redemption. That according to the suffering he feels during the exile, so he can enjoy the redemption. That is, the exile is the kelim of the redemption. This means that the redemption cannot fill more than the kelim it has from the exile. This is why in the work, when a person depicts to himself the state of descent, this is considered what our sages said, that a person should make a blessing. Blessed is he who made a miracle for me in this place. There are many ways to depict the suffering. Let us take as an example a person who wants to rise before dawn and he set the alarm clock. But when the alarm goes off, the body does not want to get up. The body feels suffering if he should rise out of bed now. Nevertheless, he sluggishly overcomes and comes to the seminary. And he sees that there are many people sitting and learning. He receives a desire and yearning to participate in the lessons. And he becomes happy and high-spirited and forgets 
in what way he got out of bed and came to the seminary. And if a person wants to receive new kelim in which there will be joy, he must depict to himself in what way he got out of bed, meaning what level of desire he had then and what mood he is in now. Then, He can also say, Blessed is he who made a miracle for me in this place. Meaning, how the Creator now gave him nearness to him. From this, he acquires new kelim, where the joy over the Creator bringing him closer can spread. Likewise, a person should accustom himself with anything to compare between the time of suffering and the time of pleasure, and to bless for the miracle of delivering him from suffering to a state of pleasure. By this, he will be able to thank the Creator and enjoy in the new kelim that have been added to him now when he compares the two times to one another. From this, a person can advance in the work. This is as Bala Sulam said, that it does not matter whether a person receives from the Creator something great or small. What matters is how much a person thanks the Creator. To the extent of his gratitude, so grows the giving that the Creator gives. Therefore, we must take note to be grateful, to appreciate His gift, so we can approach the Creator. Hence, when a person always looks during the ascent at the state he was in while in descent, meaning how he felt during the descent, he can make a distinction as in as the advantage of the light from within the darkness. And he already has new kelim in which to receive joy and be thankful to the Creator. This is the meaning of what is written that a person should bless. Blessed is he who made a miracle for me in this place. Meaning, in the place where he is now during the ascent. Since there cannot be an ascent if there was no 
prior state of descent. However, we must know that when a person asks the Creator to bring him closer to his work, meaning to do the holy work for the sake of the Creator, and a person thinks that the Creator does not hear his prayer, and he has already prayed many times, but it is as though the Creator does not hear his prayer. Ba'ala Sulam said about that, that one should believe that the fact that now he is praying to the Creator, he should not say that this was by his own awakening to pray to the Creator to bring him closer. Rather, even before he came to pray, the Creator already answered his prayer. That is, a person should appreciate the fact that now he can pray to the Creator. This is regarded as having contact with the Creator. This is a very important thing. And he must be delighted at the fact that the Creator has given him a desire and yearning to pray to him. Accordingly, we should interpret what our sages said. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai says, Come and see how fond is the Creator of Israel. For wherever they exile, the Shekhinah, divinity, is with them. We should interpret that the exile of Israel means that the quality of Israel in a person has drifted from the Creator, meaning that a person suffers because the quality of Israel in him, meaning the desire, Yashar Kel, straight to the Creator, where one should do everything for the sake of the Creator, that desire is in exile under the rule of desires of the nations of the world. And he regrets it. We should ask, why specifically now is he feeling removed from the Creator? While prior to this state, he felt that he was far from buying a bigger flat or nicer furniture. All of a sudden, he received suffering from a different remoteness that he is far from the Creator? The answer is, the Shekhinah is with them. Meaning that the Shekhinah gave him this feeling that he is far from the Creator. This is the meaning of before one prays to the Creator, 
The Creator gives him a desire and yearning to pray. Thank you very much, Rav. What does it mean to be a slave for six years and on the seventh to go out free? What does it mean in our work? No meaning. No meaning to this? There's a period which you can't count in years where you feel that you are enslaved to your will to receive and then you exit on condition that you make efforts. Desire that you pray, that you want, that you're drawn to it. But it's as if it's not something I feel on my flesh that I went through, right? That I experienced the exile in Egypt. It's something that happened to us. It's not something that happened to us in this generation. Maybe it did, but if there's something here, it says to us, you have to do this. So how do we become incorporated in something that didn't happen to us in practice now? We have to depict to ourselves that it did happen and we did emerge, exited, and thus we will continue. Do you think there is a point in making efforts in this action? Of course, of course there is. The more a person makes efforts, the more feeling how does it help us in connection in the ten if we try to depict together the redemption from Egypt that it already happened and we want to feel the slavery we had in the redemption is it an exercise we should do yes you want to discuss it and awaken it inspire it On the one hand, he writes, when a person turns to the Creator, it means the Creator has answered him and brings him closer, and he should be happy about it. On the other hand, if, if he thinks of doing something for the sake of the Creator, he is expected to have a road accident because his will to receive will not let him do it. So the question is, as you advised us, how can we in the tent maintain the prayer 24 hours a day? Because from here will be the solution. We've read about how the students of Ramchal, I believe, right, had a certain order, a roster of of their duties where every, say, two two hours or so, I don't know how much, everyone were uh, were to think of and pray for the others. What else to do? Not sure. 
So how? By an alarm clock, by the friends, by the environment. We forget about it, but there's no other cause that can help us. How should the environment prepare us so that every moment we will remember it? We don't need to remember it. We need to be, to always be in it. Meaning that I depend on the environment and the more I appreciate it, the more I rise. Yes, but now a person is in a state of ascent. So he sees the society is great and everything there is during the ascent. The friends are great and all that. Something needs to wake him up and tell him, hello, don't enjoy it, but draw the state of descent you had before. 
Because otherwise, first of all, you lose it. Second, you won't really be in an ascent. One should self-scrutinize, yeah. So what will remind him to draw that state of descent into the state of ascent? When he sees that he's not truly in the final correction, what are the vessels that he had that he and he didn't correct? How can he get closer to them? I'll try it last time. If he already sees that he's not at the end of correction, so he'll remember to do it. But what will remind him that now he has to state of descent and bring it to him? If he has no uh, deficiency, no beginning for it, then only the Creator. Only the Creator. There's no other choice. All of the beginnings, it's all. Yes, How do we come to feel suffering that we are remote from the Creator and not from anything else? We don't have then what to measure measure ourselves against but the Creator. How can we come to feel suffering from being far from the Creator and not from anything else that I imagine being far from it. This is by being in a society and then each one is impressed through his friend from that place, the the Creator that is with us. He writes, before a person comes to pray, the Creator has already answered his prayer. Where does the person get the answer? person receives an answer in vessels that he presents to the Creator and he wants to scrutinize his true state. Did a person turn to the Creator with a deficiency or a complaint or something? And, and, And now the fact that he has the privilege of Turn into the Creator, this connection. Is this supposed to be enough for him? Is this supposed to cancel his initial deficiency, the prayer, what motivated him initially? No, it will pull him from that deficiency to a more advanced deficiency. To what deficiency does it take him? To wanting to bring correction to the whole world to all of humanity. And this is what? Is this a prayer to his previous prayer or what? This will include everything. Is is this called a prayer, a new prayer, yes? Yes. What is what is this action depicting the exile in Egypt? We went through that state. It's a spiritual state in a certain coarseness. 
Now we are on a different status on our status here. Now, what does it mean to depict the exile in Egypt? Galut Mitzrayim nekrash anachnu the exile in Egypt means that we are outside the general quality of bestowal. And we have to see whether we're truly in that or not. No. That's it. Thank you. Me, woman, PTS, Charlotte. Woman, PT10. What does it mean to bless the Creator for the miracle, and how does it advance a person? Miracle means something that's above nature. So we're in a state where what happened to us was that we were in a pit and suddenly a miracle happened and we came out of it. That's all. And then we make a prayer. Gratitude coming out of that state. What are the conditions for a person to be rewarded with a miracle in the work? He has to always look for how to adhere to the Creator. Then he will be rewarded with finding that state. From Belarus, what is the spiritual miracle in the work of the Ten? That we receive spiritual forces in order to bestow, and we can then transcend our own desire to receive to an opposite state, which is in order to bestow. Why does the Creator send him, throw him into the pit in it to begin with? Creator, to begin with, lets a person feel in what kind of state he's in so that the person will see and develop all of the qualities, prayers, desires, passions for the state. The person feels and what he should thank for, for, as he says here in the article, is an ascent in that now he appreciates the greatness of the Creator. 
sees how much he helped him, how he is filled with him, something like that. Ascent is typically that we want to bestow more to the Creator. That's an ascent. So, wanting to bestow the Creator, I see it as an ascent. Yes. But how does bestowing upon the Creator connect to the ten? If it's out of my own ten, then it's truly great and important shared work. So do I feel the ten? I feel their deficiencies and I want them... Yes, in uh, awakening him suddenly. What should the ten do in order to be able, when a friend wants to run away, to suddenly give him an awakening from above? How can you reignite what a person has lost? Delete what there was before and start anew. By what? Once again, talking about the purpose of life, the purpose of creation, what we have as created beings in the current state, in the advanced state. When a person wants to run away, he doesn't listen. He's unconscious. When when you're unconscious, we can't explain anything to a person. We had a situation in the tent where a friend was in difficulties and suddenly wanted to run away and we spoke among us what we should do. Should we pray? Should we speak to him? Should we speak to him urgently, um, assertively or with warmth and love? And we did everything and it was fine. He's back. But we don't know where to place the emphasis and say this is the place where the tent can help a friend to suddenly bring him back to life in the work. In the ten, there are many such opportunities. Envy, lust, honor, many things that can obligate a person in different actions, and as a result, a person receives importance, There are many questions around this process. Uh, The ten may be stealing uh, labor from a person. Many small discernments uh, when when the ten comes to a a person and says, wake up. What should we put the finger on? How do we bring the creative into the picture? There are many issues around it. What's the most important point in the work of the ten? With a friend, that's the question. To give him some job, and by that job he will awaken. That's it. Think about it. Discuss it with everyone. And see how that's possible to give something to the person that will awaken him towards spirituality. All right. Okay, what are we doing next? Oh, gun. No. Okay, yeah. Is the work of being reminded of the ascent during the, the descent during the ascent 
Is it to prevent from suffering and not for something else? That's good. And what's the conclusion that a person should take out of the state of ascent, reminds him of the descent? What's the conclusion he should receive in the end from this action? You have to be in greater connection with the friends. Another little thing. All the last articles he's talking that only from the right you can look at the left. Is it actually the same thing we're talking here? Yes. Good morning, Rav. The question is if the vessels of the friends create an environment of development, how can we combine between them so that each, as each one has different coarseness. Why do we need that? Of course everyone has a diff- different coarseness, but why should we think about it now? The important thing for us is to combine all the coarseness that is revealed and to construct the forces of ascent on top of that and expect the Creator to tie us together and give us a Good morning, dear Rav. What does it mean to come to a state of before he came to pray, the Creator already answered his prayer? We think from below up, and the Creator gives us from above down, meaning for him, the end of the action is in the initial thought. And we need to get to that at one point as well. In other words, what he wants from us is already already exists in action for him. Mm-hmm. How do you get the answer? So how can you receive the answer in this way? By wanting to cleave to the Creator uh, as much as he's willing to do it. But you already have the answer actually. I don't have it. But the Creator does. Mm -hmm. And how can you see this answer? Through adhesion. We are reading in the study of the 10 Sfirot. Item 34, Inner Light. Page 485. 
בדק חיה וכולי. בדק חיה, etc. which are the posterior of אבא ואימא. מבחינת נהי המגולים. This implies the revealed נהי, which are the posterior of אבא ואימא. Because בדק means correction. From the words בדק of the house, the checking of the house. חיה means the light of חוכמה. Since it is known that the light of חוכמה is called חיה. The entire merit of these נהי is the illumination of חוכמה in them. Hence they are implied in the name בדק חיה. Meaning correction There's yet another reason why they're implied in the letters it is that these posterior of Abba ve'ima fell in the place of Zon afterwards at the time of the correction Zeranpin sorts scrutinies from these posterior and raises them for man to Abba ve'ima. Abba ve'ima makes a, make a coupling face-to-face through these man and impact, impart mochin to Zeranpin. Thus, all the mochin of Zeranpin are through the man that rise from these posteriors. For this reason, they are called Bedek Chaya, named after the correction of the Mochin of Gar of the Zeranpin that comes through them. As we have said above, Bedek means correction, and Chaya is the light of Chochmah and First of all, I want to say thank you to the World Kli that are giving us an example how to adhere to this text. It's such a level of annulment I can't even depict myself, imagine. It seems in this chapter that everything depends on the man that the lower ones raised to Abba Ve'ima so that the light will come and expand. What will make all our prayers become man? Well, we feel that we depend on the upper one. That's it. But, but there is something from this. What? I think there's a feeling of dependency, but nevertheless, probably our yearning is not really mine, like it's written here where it really causes a coupling and transfers light. Maybe it is, and it's in concealment, I don't know, but I'm trying to see upon which gap to bridge to truly make our prayers be correct, like they're, like it's written here. Yes. We need to forcefully awaken the upper parts of that we want to be corrected and to receive from him correctly the lights that are coming to us and we want to use them in a way that 
that it will be correct, it will be good for the parts of him that are lower than us. That's really our man. The beginning. Forward, I'm sorry, to the book of Zohar. One, the depth of the wisdom in the book of Zohar is enclosed and locked behind a thousand locks and our human tongue is too poor to provide us with sufficient, reliable expression to interpret one thing in this book to the fullest also the interpretation I have made is but a ladder to help the examiner rise to the height of the matters and examine the words of the book itself. Hence I have found it necessary to prepare the reader and give him a route and an inlet in reliable definitions concerning how one should contemplate and study the book. Next. First, you must know that all that is said in the book of Zohar and even in its legends are denominations of the Ten Sfirot called Kachab Chagat Nehim and the combinations of their denominations. Just as the 22 letters in the spoken language whose combinations suffice to uncover every object and every concept. The concepts and combinations of concepts in the Ten Sfirot suffice to disclose all the wisdom in the Book of Heaven. However, there are three boundaries we must be very prudent with and not exceed while studying the words of the book. First, I will offer them in brief and then I shall elaborate on them. Ken. Yes. This forward is preparing us for reading the Zohar. That I that's what I understand. When we read the Zohar, we used to focus on thinking of the friends. And he says here, Beware, be prudent, that it only has to do with the reception of the soul. So why without the connection between us we'll get confused? We won't discover anything. The Zohar writes only to those that through the connection between them build the correct place to receive the upper light. 
So in my words, a friend in the ten has to constantly ensure that he is incorporated in the ten during the study. 